0: Hello and welcome to the Children and Books podcast and I'm very happy that Lubina and Marie are with me today. Today we are talking about translations and languages. Hello from uh, Hamburg.
1: <laughs> Hello from Leipzig to all our listeners. Hello Branko. Hello Marie. I'm very glad that you are today our guest. Yeah,
2: thank uh, thanks for having me here. Hello. Maybe Branko you
1: like and- oh, st- Maybe you like a little bit to introduce yourself, I forget to say.
2: Yeah. Hello Lubina. Hello Branko. Uh, thanks for having me here. I'm uh today in Halle, or I live in Halle. Yes. Um, I'm and I'm a translator um, from Serbian or you can call it Bosnian, Croatian, Montenegrin to German.
1: Yeah. And interesting is for everybody who is not living in Leipzig and listening to us, Halle and Leipzig are very close. So it is maybe f- how 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 far is it? Forty kilometers. Yeah, and you can nearly go by uh, on the water with a ship or how is it called? Is it a ship? Boat. Maybe <laughs> with a boat. Yeah, yeah. Boat. nearly you can go by boat to Halle, but some kilometers you need. Uh, to take your boat on your shoulder.
0: (laughs) (laughs) And carry it to the next uh, entry level.
1: (laughs) Because they built a canal between Leipzig and Halle, but the stone is so heavy that they didn't get, they get out of money for it. It was about hundreds or longer than hundred years ago. And then they didn't finish it.
2: Yeah, but you can ride the bicycle next to the, River. Or yes.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. By bike you can go to to Halle or by train or so. Yes, it's it's very near, and that is nice. I love to be in Halle because it's not so big. You have got a beautiful museum.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Which museum?
1: Um, the the Borg. Ah. yeah, with, with lovely pictures. We love to go there to the museum. <laughs> <laughs> But today we are here because Marie is a part of our team now. It's a new thing. We started to work together for our project. And it is interesting what you are doing, Marie. What are you doing for our project?
2: Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, Yeah, I was um, reading some of the German translations from the stories.
1: Yes, Marie is editing our texts in German and I wasn't aware that it is so mm. necessary. <laughs> I have mm. to say, because I live in Germany and I read a lot and I thought the texts are super beautiful. But when I, when I have seen what you have mentioned, I have seen the problem are the prepositions. They are oft I often think in Sorbian and it's a normal thing that you think on your mother language. And this is a Slavic language with another system of prepositions. So this was very and very interesting point. Do you love prepositions, Marie?
2: <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't say that, but um it's interesting for me also that um I'm mixing up preposition when I'm translating. So I think it's a totally normal thing that you are um, influenced by the original language when you transfer it to another one. And you really, I also have to prove, read myself. So I um, let the text uh, lay there for at least one day or maybe some weeks, and then I read it again and i um, realized myself that i did some mistakes and some i will never realize so i also need proofreader <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> for other people who who read this text with a fresh view so yes. some, sometimes yeah, it's yeah. even useful if these persons don't know their original language yeah yeah then they realize the mistakes and we don't yeah. um, see it anymore because for us it feels natural, natural if we um, understand the original.
1: Um, yeah, because we have it in our mind. I was totally sure on some places this is the right preposition and the right formulation. And I would never say, ah, let's try another one. But it was very helpful. So it is good to to have someone who is editing it from the side, how you say, who don't know the original. <laughs> yeah, thing yeah is-
2: I, you uh, actually you uh, never sent me the original. And I also never asked for it because I just wanted to have this um, spontaneous and fresh view on the text. And
1: <laughs> yes, as, yes. as
2: somebody else would read it, um, as the children would read it, I try to, to yes. read it. For that. Yeah, yeah. yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> I, I've got a question for you both. Um, as a not translating uh, person, I mean, I, I'm not doing translations so often as you guys. Um, what do you like about translating uh, texts?
2: Um yeah what i like is um to search and find um solutions in german how i can say something when i understand the original sentence or word then uh, still it's not sometimes it's not easy to to say it in a proper way in german and it feels l- sometimes like puzzling <laughs> to to search <laughs> for the right expressions Mm -hmm. Um, yeah and i really like when um in the beginning it always feels like a really hard uh, process and everything sounds so weird in my german version and then when i read and read it again and um, change something it becomes more and more literature this is Mm -hmm. what i really like about it
1: yeah (laughs) Hmm. And I like the. Pro- I think it's a very it's a brain process. I love it because I do it now for more than twenty years to translate to the Sorbian. I need to say my main my main uh, direction is from German or another language to the Sorbian language. And mm-hmm. when I then I read the sentence and in my brain, like somebody is telling me how it is on Sorbian. I only need to write it down. <laughs> yeah. But it is a thing of. Um, Yes, when you do it long, then it starts to be so. But often I need to have a look for for special words, how it is on Sorbian now, and I need to look to dictionaries to check it. Is it right? Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and with which kind of dictionaries do you work?
2: Mm, in mostly online. Only if I really don't find it, I take the book mm. um, with. Um, Hrvatski jezicni portal. I work mostly. Okay. It's one yeah. language uh, dictionary on Croatian, and yeah, and some langenscheid and pons and crodict, so different. Ah, yes. Often I have to uh, copy the word and then paste it into several dictionaries because they are all not that good. I would say yes, yeah, and you can make a lot of mistakes um, if you just take it take it from the dictionary. And I do a lot of mistakes. Um, yeah, and then I have to. That's also why it's important to proofread later. Uh, then, in the context, I will sometimes realize that oh, I actually I choose the wrong word.
1: Mm-hmm. Of course, it
2: is an option in the dictionary, but it doesn't make
1: sense in this
2: situation. Yeah, or yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> yeah. language is very complicated, Branko. What do you think about this? Uh, this AI's programs for translating? Can they solve the? <coughs> Very complex language problems.
0: Oh, it, it's so interesting because um, communication is is uh, the base layer of of uh, most human interactions, and so it's uh, the the goal of having an, a translator, an online translator, is is actually kind of interesting. And I mean, Google and DeepL and others have made a great job with that, and they they have like like so good translators already. And they're getting better because it's like it's like a, a neural neural network. So it's it's learning with every single new translation. It's it's getting better every time. But to be honest, my my thought was maybe it's kind of boring if everything is translated to through an or an in artificial intelligence. And it's kind of like uh, it, it doesn't have this this feeling of a human um translating something and actually feeling what it means and not just like translating a to b and also for me i was i was you you raised me with three three languages so i <laughs> do like this process of learning so many languages and connecting everything with each other and i mm-hmm. think also in different parts of my of my life it's very very helpful
1: Mm-hmm. To have some systems in your brain.
0: Yeah, exactly. I, I think uh, your brain gets more connected on, in different in different ways when you learn multiple languages and not just one language.
2: Mm. Yeah, that's amazing. I cannot um, imagine how it feels really to to know the other language so that you can think and express everything in it.
1: <laughs> yes, or understand. Sometimes it's only I think often children when they grow up with some languages they only speak in one language but they understand it and this is totally uh, interesting yes yeah <laughs> and Louisa do you, uh, uh, Marie sorry Marie do you use uh, the this portals of translation
2: deeper and so on yes mm, so far not um, maybe you have to say me but I don't know. Um... That it's existing in in Serbian, Croatian so far, maybe it is, but I don't for the,
1: know. ah for this languages I only know that there are Google is is it, it has good results, but not with literature. Mm. The interesting is we very often use, and we are very very thankful that we have people, and this for our English and other um, partners for our project. It wouldn't be able to do it without it. Yes, it, yeah, so definitely. so it's a basic thing in our project, in our big, but the other thing is I have got mixed feelings with it. <laughs> I have got the feeling I am confronted very close with a digital revolution because a lot of translators, Dushan said in these days, need to go to other jobs because they don't have... Uh, so much to do, mm. but the positive it's it's not only bad. so we have got both sides. For example, for the upper Sorbian, we have got the translation system sotra. It's a network too and and we are we are making this sentence on German and on Sorbian, which are the same the same as inside and we we, we do it, we collect it to give it to the system. And the system, which is now for everybody, is not that good, makes mistakes. And you see, ah, where are the different, the, the difficult parts? So it's when you say something is not, it's in the Slavic languages on, with another system. Mm-hmm. Uh, they, they do it, they, they tell it then in German. Yes, or normally uh, literature things, the system cannot do. Cannot translate it good. Yeah. Um,
2: for example, I just remembered uh, funny situations when I communicated through DeepL da- translator with an uh, international volunteer. She was writing me German mails with um, DeepL translator, ah, yeah. yes. and then she's always um, um, how do you say this uh, the the Z form. Ah, yes, she's the
1: Yeah, she says this uh, formal words for. Yes. I don't know how to say it.
2: (laughs) Because in English it's the same. You just say you. Yes, yes. I guess there are more things like that where you have to know also the context, um, how good these persons, for example, know each other. And in literature, the same. You always. I always have to find um, different voices for each character. Yeah. Or. yeah, these, these little things. I don't know. I hope that this uh, KI will not uh, replace uh, literature, at least literary translation. And, um,
1: I but like I, you say, when hmm. you, you need to find the different words or kinds of telling something for different figures. Yeah. Yeah. Or, or said, characters. Or
2: also the rhythm of um, a certain style from the author. Um, There are so many things that have to be transported. Not only the meaning and the words. Mm, Yes,
1: yes. Or for me was when you say this with the with the mails or what you get. um, I get from our Argentinian speakers for the Spanish audio I get mails because my name, Lubina, in Spanish is a word of a fish, is a name of a fish. Yeah. So I get the mail, hello yeah. fish, so the fish was oh called God. and I was thinking, hey, what's that, what I'm getting here? <laughs> then I then I needed to think, ah oh, yeah, they are using the system to translate it and that's why oh. uh, they say hello fish and not hello Lubina. Yeah. <laughs>
2: you can be yes, excited if you're not feel yes.
1: like <laughs> yes or sometimes it's funny funny yeah. things happening yes yeah so i think i would say thank you thank you it was very interesting to think about translation to think about languages and i think we need to go on with it but i have the feeling we are really with this with translations we are really inside or in the middle of a digital revolution. Have a look on it. Yeah.
2: (laughs) Can I say a last sentence? I think um now I realise how much even more how important it is to speak about our profession, about translation, what it is actually, so that people would not think it's the same as just putting something into deeper. Yeah um yeah but Translation is often not really visible. It's uh, mm. not really spoken about it or in the literary critics, it's not mentioned and yeah. we're fighting for that. But yeah, so it's even more important. <laughs> not to that get is very
1: through. true. Yeah. So this, this KI is very good for communication, for emails, organization and all that But we hope it will not (laughs) be able to translate books. (laughs) Okay, good. So I would say thank you, Marie, that you have been our guest and that we had such a lovely talk together.
2: Thank you very much for the invitation.
1: (laughs) Bye-bye, Branko. Bozheimie, au (laughs) revoir, (laughs) arrivederci, naschledano.